let me tell you a story. Louis traveled one time, and during his stay, he woke up one morning at 8 a.m. for a meeting he had with a client. Louis doesn't check his email early in the morning, but rather waits till after 10 a.m. before he does. He hopped on a go-to-meeting call and waited patiently. While he waited, he prepared his notes, but 15 minutes gone by. His client had not joined the call yet. Louis found it unusual as his client is really late, so he decided to check his email. Could it be the meeting had been cancelled? Nope. The meeting had held. He felt dejected. Only then did he realize he was in a different time zone and had joined the meeting two hours late. Outrageous. Quickly, he called his client to apologize, but before he could speak, his client spoke with great relief, saying, Louis, so good to hear from you. He, however, still apologized for missing the meeting, explaining his travel and the time difference. His client also explained that they were worried, since he never misses a meeting. Still apologizing, his client assured him there was nothing to worry about. If anything, they were the ones worried. Knowing how much he likes to travel and were hoping nothing bad had happened to him, she she was glad and could let <clears throat> and promised to let the team know that he's safe and sound. And then she went on to brief him on what he means to during the meeting. What Louise had expected the reaction to be wasn't like it at all. He had expected disappointment and a feeling of indignation, but instead, he got a response of relief. And happiness from someone who had been worried just like a friend will react that is the power of friendship still don't grab my deal yet listen to another story an employee was suddenly let go by his employer and decided to start his own freelancing business few months after he landed his first five digits project and to his surprise his ex-boss was the one who referred him to the client later on his ex-boss offered him a full-time job again for a project but he declined since he was already enjoying his freelance business but you see instead of letting him get away he was hired as a contractor although their business relationship had ended their friendship prevailed due to their friendship his ex-boss did not hesitate to help him when he had the opportunity, and he, the employee, did not hold back from taking the opportunity either. That is the power of friendship. See, in business, it can be tough to admit that our feelings can stop our business from flourishing, and these feelings can be the particular thing responsible for the failure of our business. And while it is tempting to keep Every client in a comfy, the comfortable business zone. You know, you business zone them. It's actually crucial to analyze your feelings and use them as a tool to develop strong relationships with your business personals as a service giver.
am irreflexible and you can bet your chicken noodle soup. This is another solo edition on Mind Revolution. Is this your first time listening to Mind Revolution's podcast? Well, I'm honored to have your listening ears. In the last podcast, I had discussed love and friendship, love and friendship, taking insight from five self-chosen movies. Um, In this podcast, though, I will be discussing friendship in business. And from my intro, you can already tell that I would be supporting the indisputable truth that building a worthwhile relationship with your client and contact is very essential. So, why don't we groove a little before we get into the discussion? Yeah, still with me. Cool. So, um, for those who might already like the song that was playing, that was Dolly Parton on 9 to 5. So, to the discussion. Like I have established in my intro, friendship in business is very essential. But how do we make friends in a business atmosphere? Courtesy of MightyIntrovert.com, I've been able to gather common traits between people whose friendships supersede business norms. So how do you establish friendship with your business partners or clients? Number one, transparency. Because transparency equals authenticity, this creates an image of realness in the mind of people. Being authentic allows you to put more of yourself out and people find it easier to connect with you as it also helps you to accept people for who they are. This would mean for you to be recognizable. You have to build your business to reflect who you really are. What you write, how you dress and talk should match the person your clients meet offline. You know, that person they meet in person. Like when they see you, be like, oh, I read about you. Damn, you're not so different. You're not different. I mean, it's what I read that I'm seeing. It's what I saw that I'm seeing. It's what I, I heard that I'm seeing. Just the way I was told that I would, I would meet you. That's how I met you, that kind of thing. They'll be able to connect with you because they find that realness. They see, oh, you're real. You're real. You're real. You're a real person. Also, learn to admit that you do not know everything. No one is an island of knowledge. That is, um, would I say, an adage that um, it's very, well, maybe not common, but it's very true. No one is an island of knowledge. You do not know all, but you can know something. And when you are with people, you want to admit to them that you don't know everything or you don't know one, one particular thing. However, if you need to give an answer, a, a response at that point, you can promise them further research. You can tell them, oh, I don't know this, but I can look it up. Um, I can ask around. If that answer cannot be given at that moment and you still need to give a response anyhow. Also, do not lie about your experience. It's about being transparent. You you want to be authentic as you can be, as it can be. You have to be honest. 
you know, there is this tempting thing, it's a tempting feeling to want to sound more exciting, you want to sound more interesting to people. And so in the place of narrating your story, in the place of describing your story, you want to stick to the specifics. Don't ramble on and on about your life and then you fall victim of that temptation to tell extra, to put in some kind of exaggerated adjectives and all of that using all the kind of pronouns that anyone can possibly imagine all of those things that you use in storytelling everyone starts somewhere no one no one no one started out rich no one started out successful you started out somewhere so you want to be real with your process you want to be real about your life process how did you start what were those struggles you went through this kind of things they the this kind of information they help the save you want to be real as possible so number two um just like how we find it easy to connect to those who are real who are transparent who are authentic connecting with people who are personal with business is also easy we find it easy to connect to those who are personal with business this is because personal translates to relatable if a personal with something, they'll be like, oh, I can relate with this person. If this person is saying this thing as confidently as they are saying it, then definitely I can relate with them. You've gone through it. Wow. You can tell me your story. Oh, then I can believe that this one is real. It is legit. It is legal. I can follow through with it. Um, <clears throat> and being personal can only happen if you are real. So you cannot dispute that fact. I already mentioned it. To be transparent, you have to be real. To be personal, you have to be real. If you're not real, if something is not real, you cannot tell otherwise. You might try to cover it up, but it does not last. The the max, the um, how would I put it now? Yeah, I think max is the um, word I can really think of now. You you um, even if you want to make your situation as chameleonic, if there's a word like that as it can be, it does not last. Eventually, people would know. So a lie can fly on and on, can go on and on for years, but one day the truth is bound to come out. So you want to to be personal. How do you do this? You tell your personal stories, the funny ones, those um, funny moments in your life that you never thought would make sense, but eventually made sense. The ones that you thought would make sense, but do, did not make sense. You want to tell about your failures. You want to tell about your success. This kind of things draw people to you because they know that, oh, this person can say this kind of thing, then they are real. You want to... So, okay, for example, now, we know that over... um over the weeks now there there has been a heightened um talk a heightened um i would like to say revelation of rapes um cases so in a case like that you are talking to a rape victim maybe you have been through it before or you had a sister who had been through it before or a friend who had been through it before telling your story of how you helped that person or how, how you lived through that moment of trauma would also help the person to open up to you, to be vulnerable with you. And that way it helps ease the process with which you have to struggle to get through to them and they getting through, getting out of that situation. 
you want to talk you can also nip in you know in your discussion with people nipping stories about your family about your friends maybe your children your uncle your aunties um a long time friend the friend you had back in secondary school the friend you had in your university days the friend you had in one place you had worked before maybe over lunch or coffee you might want to discuss this with your clients or with people you want to make friends with you know those stories that outside business not necessarily about business something outside business this shows that you are confident about yourself you're not ashamed of who you are you're not ashamed of what your story might be or turn out to be you're not ashamed of what they might perceive you to be also it shows that you are proud to work with them with your clients when the discussion is over lunch or somewhere other than the business area so maybe instead of the office instead of your boardroom or your conference room or that place where you people have a meeting together maybe you could ask the person how to lunch ask okay i'm saying ask you out now not in um the romantic kind of way but as a friend as someone you just like to talk to something like you just want to kind of like you want to clear your head don't okay let's let's cut down on the business talk now how are you doing i was home how's your health um how is your spiritual growth about those kind of things that just help people calm down and be like oh this person is concerned about me um and while you're talking you might want to not might but it is essential it is helpful to also mention their name say their name amidst your discussion say it often you want to call them say you're talking to someone like felicia you'd be like so yeah felicia you remember the time that we were talking about this business um idea and then you know, I told Felicia this, the more you're saying the person's name, the more engaged they are with you. And then it helps them to connect with you. They are connected with you. And then they know that you're also connecting with them because the fact that you're mentioning their name means that you are conscious of the fact that they are with you and they're sitting with you and that is their name. And then this person is real before you. It's not the kind of thing that you can fake. When you can mention somebody's name, you cannot fake that. And, um, in the place of um, friends catching up, take a cue from that. You might just catch up, um, just send a call to them, an email, a text message, or even a gift. This is just to let them know that you appreciate them, that you have them in mind, that, oh, we're not just doing a business deal, yeah? But I want you to understand that there is a relationship that I want to have with you that transcends this business. That even when this business ends, this relationship still keeps going. All right.
Yeah, so um, another way to make friends in the business sphere is to be dependable. And what does this mean? It means to be professional. Your dependability is tested in limelight when you attempt to do business with anybody, with someone, no matter how little the business is. This is because dependability sets the atmosphere for trust, which is what a relationship is about. Any relationship, any relationship you want to have, trust is very essential. And friends should be able to rely on each other. They should be able to have each other's back. They should be able to look out for each other. This helps to form deeper connection. But how can you be professional with someone else's life or project? Like, what have you got to do to be dependable? Essentially, do what you say and say what you do. This is easier said than done, actually. Um, what it simply means is to follow through. What do you say you want to do? Please do it. What are you doing? Say it as it is. You want to make sure that your words are backed up by the necessary actions and your actions are carefully communicated with the right words. See, you don't want your situation to be... To, to have that contract between what your clients ordered and what they got. You would agree with me that it's not new that um, a lot of people would ask for you to do some, for some people to do something, okay, maybe a, a service given out to do something, and then they get something else in return. This is a very common thing on Twitter, um, the social medias now, you know, they put the whole... Um, thing of what I asked for, what I ordered, and then what I got, that kind of um, experience. You don't want that to be your case. If you say you are going to, say cake, for example, now you are a baker, you are yeah, you're a baker, yeah, that's what they call them, those who bake cake, you're a baker. If you say you're going to be, um, bake, sorry, if you say you're going to bake a um, three-tier cake, you want it to be three-tier. If you're going to, if if the theme for the cake of um, of your client is um, SpongeBob SquarePants, you don't want to give them Patrick, you don't want to give them a sponge that is used already. If you can't do it, politely tell them you can't. Do not be ashamed about it. It is what you do, and if you don't have that capacity yet, it's either you tell them, yeah, it's either you tell them that you cannot do it, or you refer them to someone who can do it better. Other times, some business um, personnel will tell you that you don't actually tell people that you can't do something, and then you let them go away like that. You get the job, and then give it to someone who can do it better than you can, and then deliver the job to them. Just make sure that you deliver. And which brings us to the next thing about being dependable. It is meeting your deadline. And if you cannot meet your deadline, let your clients know if you are or would be rolling late. Give them a notice when you need to reschedule. True, you might uh, you might not have it all together. Um, you're not feeling too well. You're having these troubles. You're having these struggles. Okay, maybe your work is like... In Nigeria now, no deeds, no offense um, dished. Um, you need electricity for your work. But then, Nepa decided to be a party pooper. And then there's no electricity, which means your work is in that. Your generator probably is not working or there's no fuel. Or you could not just go out, especially in, in lockdown period like this. Those kind of things can happen. Stuff can happen. No pressure. While you are at keeping your stability, keeping checking on your 
mental health um, keeping tabs on your health and all of that you want to consider your client also you want to consider their time and their schedule just the way you are feeling those things they are not exempted from it they could also be feeling it so you want to consider you want to create a balance of me and my client okay if me is going down there's a possibility that my client is going down so you want to create that balance and then let them know on time if you're going to be rescheduling and if you would meet your deadline meet it do not waver you don't want to be too familiar with your client that you break their trust you know the that kind of thing that ugh, I know this person now, uh, this person will be hungry. And then if it keeps on going over and over again, some, their patience level is not as, cannot be as high as some others. And so if you disappoint them a first time, the second time they don't give it them no more. They don't want to do that work anymore because their business is very crucial to them. It's very important to them. So you want to consider that. so now that you know to be transparent and authentic personal and relatable um, dependable and professional another recipe from the attribute of friends you can use for your business is generosity good friends care about each other and this is the highlight of generosity caring it is the trait in you that makes you willingly give you do not expect something in return you just give even when you were not even asked to. You see the need to and you go for it. The attribute of caring. The trait of caring. The act of caring. Generosity. Just giving, giving out of your abundance. Because you're in abundance. Mm. You see, the need to do... The need to do this comes naturally to you. You see the need and then you go for it. This, in its sense, it gives it leaves a positive, a very strong positive impression on strangers and even your friends. So even if you don't know the person from Adam, you don't know the person from nowhere before, and you decided to be generous to the person, you cared for the person, you offered the person food. Maybe you seen the person, you just notice oh this person is looking down. You just ask them, hey, have you had lunch? You'd be like, oh, why not let me buy something for you? Or you just go ahead, buy something for them, and bring it for them. Or uh, you see a person who is having trouble um, offloading their car, or maybe putting load into their car. You'd be like, hey, do you need help? Sometimes you don't even need to. You need. You'd be like, hey, can I help you? Can I lend a hand? Okay. Okay, I can help you with this. Let me do that. Or is someone just struggling? It's just, it's just an attribute, a trait in you that you know you are drawn to just help, and that is generosity. And when people see you go out of your way to help them, even when you don't have to, they just feel connected to you. They feel connected. It is it is cannot be disputed. You cannot adapt it. It's just a constant K kind of thing. When people see you generous, they are connected to you. No matter how little the connection is, it happens. So when someone says something bad about you somewhere, even if they don't like you in some other places, they will still support you. They'll be like, oh, excuse you. This person is a generous person. 
And even though the person might be this other time, but the person is generous, and that's how generosity helps you. So, and how can you be generous? How do you be generous? One, offer some ideas for potential solutions when someone is having a problem. So, when you say this person is having a problem, we're talking about your client here, yeah? If your client is having a problem, or say your friend now, because when you get to this stage, then you you formed a kind of connection that yeah people can pass as friends when your friend is having a problem you want to offer ideas for them and these ideas can be in form of um introducing them to someone who can do the work who can help them or helping them sort out their schedule maybe this person is feeling overwhelmed or pressured and be like oh i have too much to do you'd be like hey okay let's break this down what do you have to do when are you waking up Okay, what do you eat in the morning? Okay, maybe I can help you with that, um, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. You know how these things go. Um, another thing can be sending them useful links to um, links to useful articles here. Yeah. So maybe they need to sell like a podcast now. Um, I need to gather ideas about um, the topic that I'm to talk on. Something like this happened with me. Um, I was supposed to get idea. I'd been stuck on this load of things in my head and i'm like oh how do i even work this out and um one of the team members called me up and was talking about how the schedule is and our podcast and all of that and he mentioned it that oh why not do something um in line with the previous podcast and he brought it up interestingly i had had a thought like that but just didn't know how to put it and the next thing I did was to go online and check for ideas on, okay, how to put my thoughts together. And that was how I met, no, not met, how I stumbled on mightyintrovert.com. That way, it's a useful link for me. It's a link, a useful article rather for me. And if I have a friend who needs help with that, and I already have that kind of um, idea, hey, hello, I've been there before. Why not let me give you this, that kind of thing. Um, another thing can be helping them to call someone up who can do the work better. So depending on the kind of job the person is doing, the kind of help the person needs, just go on with them. Sometimes it can be brainstorming with them on the spot or just going out of your way. If you know you can do the work, get down to business with them that instant. It's just a kind of gesture that you would want to do because your friend needs you say calling another thing is paying for lunch or dinner or maybe just a snack out and you just went ahead to buy some snacks to eat for your friend for someone it's a generous act it's a kind gesture that you want to show them that hey i got you i got you you don't just spend all the time hey no problem other friends for kind of thing also, anytime you can afford to over deliver, so it doesn't sound like I'm just um, I like put it now dancing through all of the all of the tips, all of the um, ways to be this. I'm really sorry. So, being generous can also be of you to be to to over deliver rather not to be to over deliver. Now, hold on. Before you think that um, this girl is saying rubbish or be wondering what I'm talking about. So, over-deliver 
is can simply be put as going the extra mile when you offer a service when you can please do go the extra mile with your delivery this is because little details count and you want to be as sophisticated as you can be leonardo da vinci said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication Mm-mm. So yes, those simple details that might not be noticed or might not be given thoughts to, you know, you don't, it's not like you put your mind to them when someone actually puts it into a report, into a submission, and then it comes to mind to you at that moment, you're like, wow, whoa, I didn't even think about this before, wow, thank you, I appreciate this so much. And depending on the kind of business you do, you want to be careful over delivering can be interesting yeah it is lovely but do not be overbearing over deliver but don't be overbearing and do not put too much pressure on yourself just to do that sometimes yeah i know sometimes we might want to do things even outside our comfort zone that we forget how much effect it has on us you want to be careful there so for example now say you were asked to look for look out for sales of watermelon in your vicinity because you are into the business of selling watermelon you don't just check the number of watermelon traders you want to also ask them how much they sell the watermelons how they transport the fruits how many customers they get on an average and that's the likes of this information just so that the the planning phase your strategy to so establish that business in that kind of place can work out. So you're not infringing on their own rights to rights. I mean, you don't make them feel like, oh, you're going to go out of business now that I'm here. No, it's not that kind of uh, message you want to pass across to them. You want them to know that, oh, we are here. We can coexist. We can work together. I could even um, refer people to you. Say the kind of watermelon I have is not the kind that this um, customer wants. Say those kind of specific picky customers like myself <laughs> you want to you want to make them understand that we're not here to send you away we're here for us to grow together we can work together you could even become business partners from there you buy from them they buy from you you refer to them they refer to you that kind of thing so um one more way to invoke generosity is to not add virtue to yourself to not add virtue means don't keep things to yourself don't be like oh i am the lord if i know this thing nobody else must know it this can be okay you can understand this better if you can look back to say secondary school days we had friends then that they might have an idea i'm not saying this is right but I used to have friends like that back then when they're talking, they'd be like, oh, and she knew, she knew that question would come out from this, in the exam and she's not telling, but only she, she read from it, she did this and all of that. Ah, she had the material to it, she didn't even give us, she didn't let us know, say university students, ah, she had the material, she didn't let us know, what kind of person is that kind of person? <laughs> Sorry, but that that's, that's something like that. If you know something, you want to be generous with it, you want to give also. Don't let yourself be the only person succeeding or yeah, succeeding. You don't want to be the only person that is prospering. So when you when you are in abundance, you don't build a fence, you build a longer table 
you build a bridge you want people to also benefit from it and this could be yeah you want to be generous with your knowledge you want to be generous with your time and this could be in form of promoting people so you have a friend who is a spoken word artist you have a friend who is an artist he draws he paints you have a friend who is a bad at scientist you have a friend who is a very um intellect i'm sorry intelligent doctor i don't know how this those kind of things work actually but you have a friend who can do something you want to promote them when they do something when they send you a link to one of their productions you want to send it out to people you want your friends to know about them because you really love this your friend and you want them to do better it, it could be sharing sharing um a course that helped you an article that helped you products that helped you like i said before an article helped somebody um, helped me if someone needs it i know where to go so i know how to tell them i just be like oh go to this place and then you get what you want to get there um say a product now you have a friend who has a skin issue and you had used a skin product before you shared with them you don't keep it to them and be like uh, yeah your skin uh, take care of yourself and um, bath very well and that kind of thing no you don't want to be like that do not hold the virtue to yourself and that thing is connecting people to others so um you have uh, it is a case of it's quite um very popular in nigeria that they tell you that if you don't have connection you are nobody in this country and well we have people who would call your bluff. They'd be like, oh, I have God, I have everything. But that's not where we're going to. What I'm saying is when you have people at um, in other fields, you have connection in other fields, you have connection in higher places. When you have a friend, even a stranger, when you see that this person is in need of this kind of thing, you connect the person. So um, I'm having a party now and I need a ketra. I have a very low budget. You know a friend who is who, who specializes in that kind of thing. She started the whole catering business because of people with low budget. And then you can connect me to that person. That's the kind of generosity you want to have. That's the kind of generosity people, people see and they are just connected to you instantly. Whether or not they like it. Even though it just lasts for a while, they are connected at that instant. Another thing is to give feedback. So I mentioned promoting your friend. So if you say your friend sends you, it's easier for me to say spoken word um, production now. Um, yeah, person just released one of his spoken word writing or yeah, say an audio or a video with sharp spoken word. And person sends it to you, you listen or you listen and watch. You want to also send them feedbacks. You don't want to just feel like you watch it and then that's all. Also, you have a friend who is a makeup artist. She sent you one of the pictures of her makeup, um, this thing, or she sent you a video to even see the processes, a procedure, and then you just watch it and you're there. Don't be a, don't be a hater. Don't be, yeah, don't be a hater. You want to also feed them back. If you are good at it, you want to let them know. Okay, yeah. Is there is there a mistake? This is what you can do better. Oh, you did this very well. Wow, I even learned from you. Thank you. Well, I'm challenged. That kind of thing. You want to feed them back. That's a form of connection. It, it, it keeps you connected. It's it's like a cycle. It's like a web kind of... Um, it's a link kind of thing. It's going, turning and turning around. So you give them feedback. Another day, they to give you feedback. You both get better at it. You don't stop at where you are. Oh, my God.
So yeah, um, in conclusion, yeah, oh, we've come to the end of the podcast. It's long enough, anyways. Um, if you aim to establish a friendly, friendly relationship, rather, with anybody, you will have a much healthier business. The caution there is to not get so familiar that you disrespect or disregard anyone, thereby losing their trust or respect in return. Reach out to your clients. Be transparent with them. Be personal when you need to. Show yourself approved as being dependable and invest in being generous. Because that's what best friends do. That's what friends do. So yeah, um, like I said, that's all for to uh, for this podcast. Um, I'm irreflexible. This is Mind Revolution. Shout out to Timmy Babs, Exina, Sensei Epic, Omo Wonola, Timmy Sachs, and Uluani Fesimi. I love you all. Um, to our listener, to my listeners. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying with me. I appreciate it. It's just lovely knowing that you're actually talking to someone that you cannot see at the moment, but they eventually listen to you. Thank you very much. Um, Till next time, I remain irreflexible.
what best friends do. Hey, that's my best friend, boo. Real homie, you're a real one. That's a fact. Real fakers out there, but you're straight, no cop. Let me tell it like it is. No other friend there is. You catch a bullet for me, you know what the felony is. Never stand back when I make a bad move. I can count on you for backup if I need you come true. Well, like Tigger and Pooh, Boj, Kasadi and Sundance. To Woody and Buzz, like Shaggy and School Beat. Back to back, you remind me to be always me. 100% without apology and that's the only thing anybody ever really wants to be themselves unapologetically because life is short be happy where it's here and it's hard to pull it off without your best friend <laughs>